Thanks for tuning in to the Calm and Connected podcast. If you are more of a visual learner, you can watch this podcast on YouTube. Either way, please enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Calm and Connected podcast. I'm your host, Janine Halloran, and today I wanted to tackle an issue that I know comes up for people when they're working with kids or if you have kids, those kids who don't want to talk about their feelings. You know, they say, I'm not, I don't want to talk about it, I'm not open to discussing how I'm feeling, or just refuse, flat out, refuse to say anything. So what can you do in those situations? How can you help your kids if they won't talk to you about their feelings? I have four ideas for you for different strategies you can use that might be able to start the dialogue of talking about feelings but without talking out loud about it. So the first thing that I like to do is instead of asking kids how they are feeling, ask them how other people would feel. So ask about what would make somebody else feel anxious or whatever feeling that they're struggling with. What would make somebody else mad? What would make somebody else sad? What would make somebody else frustrated? Start with other people instead of themselves. It takes it away from your child or your client and it puts it in the general world and that feels less vulnerable. That feels less intense for a child who doesn't want to talk about it. So to talk about how other people react in these situations, how other people would feel, how other people show they're mad, it makes it a little bit easier to then start having the conversation because if they can talk about how other people feel, at least you know that they understand the feeling and they get it. It's just really hard for them to talk about it within themselves. Maybe they have a hard time identifying how they're feeling. Maybe they feel too vulnerable talking about their own feelings. But it's easier a lot of times to talk about how other people are feeling. The second thing to do is to draw about it. A lot of times it's easier for kids to draw about what they are feeling using colors, using shapes, instead of talking about it. When you see the drawing, what you can do is you can start the dialogue there. Can you tell me a little bit more about this area? What's going on in the picture here? It's the same emotion, it's just expressed in a different way. And you, you can learn more about what's going on for their inner world by having them draw about the different feelings that they're having. Another strategy I love to use, another idea, would be to have kids journal. I love using journaling with my clients. It's a powerful tool. I actually have a whole blog post all about why journaling is so awesome. And I will link to that in the show notes. The reason I love using journaling is because it is sometimes easier to write about what you're feeling than to talk about what you're feeling. It feels less intense if you're writing it down than talking about it. And sometimes you can work through different things. It can help you see things in a different way. So I think journaling is a super powerful tool that everybody should use. So if you are a family member or a parent and you're trying to explore different feelings with your child or your uh, or kid in your family, what you can do is actually even start a shared journal. So you could write a question and you could leave it in their room, leave it under their pillow. That's what I used to do with my daughter. And then they write back. And when they write back, they slip it under your pillow. And that way you start this dialogue just in writing about what's going on. Even sometimes in therapy, when things get really challenging, sometimes it's easier for kids to write to me, even if we're sitting in the same room. Sometimes I have my kids, my clients write to me, and it's easier for them to start having the conversation after we've written a little bit back and forth about what's going on. 
And the final idea is to read about it. So there are tons of books out there that specifically talk about emotions. So, you know, there's books like When Sophie Gets Very, Very Angry, David and the Worry Beast, like we talked about a few weeks ago, My Many Colored Days, The Feelings Book, The How Are You Peeling. There are so many books out there that actually focus on particular feelings or feelings in general. So that's a great way to start just to begin that dialogue about emotions with a kid. But you can also do this with any book that they are reading. So especially chapter books. Think about all the chapter books that your kids are could be reading at this point. Those upper elementary kids, if they're reading chapter books, you can use that. If you are familiar with the series or you're reading the series with them or listening to the series, then you can start having a dialogue about what the characters are feeling. So For instance, Greg Heffley from the Diary of a Wimpy Kid series is the perfect example of what not to do. And to start having that dialogue about how he's feeling and how his actions make other people feel is fantastic because he does a lot of awkward things. You know, thinking about Big Nate, even Harry Potter, there's a lot of emotions that characters feel in those stories. And you can start having the dialogue about how people are feeling, how the characters are feeling. And then how one character's feelings impact another person. How does their feeling and behavior, because of their feeling, impact somebody else? So to assist kids who are having a hard time talking about their feelings, I've created a new product from Coping Skills for Kids. We're starting a whole series of activity books, and this activity book is called Processing Feelings. And it has lots of different activities focused on the more challenging feelings, like mad or frustration or sad, worried, embarrassed. It covers 10 big challenging feelings that kids might have. And instead of trying to have a dialogue and talk about what those feelings are for kids and what they might be feeling. It helps kids explore feelings in a variety of ways. So there are prompts to have kids write down what makes other people feel a certain way. So what makes other people feel mad? There are activities in the book that prompt kids to express how they're feeling by using a color and drawing about it or by using shapes to express themselves regarding a particular feeling. The other thing that the book includes is a bunch of different feelings thermometers. So I love using the feelings thermometer, as you know, because it helps kids connect what they are feeling to a strategy of things that they can do. And so I included feelings thermometers in there as well and a page where they can write down coping skills that help for that feeling. So check it out. You can see some of the inside pages at copingskillsforkids.com or it's also available on Amazon. If you like this podcast, please feel free to share it with your friends and colleagues. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps us get found. And one more thing, please take a few moments, take care of yourself, and have a little fun. Have an awesome day.